0: You are listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing voices and thoughts of our young people growing up and living in this city we call home. Welcome to season five, our theme is Dear Mom and Dad.
1: Hey everyone, and welcome back to Season 5 of This Hong Kong Life. Today, in the podcast, I have a new guest joining me, and I'm going to let him introduce himself.
2: Hello, my name is Jacob. I'm 16 years old, and I'm in Year 12 at Kellett School. I'm from the UK.
1: Thank you for joining us, Jacob. So, um, I'd first just like to start off by saying welcome. Welcome. And today we're just going to talk about um, your experience with school and life during the pandemic and um, certain situations that you might want to share with other youth out there. So first of all, how have you been dealing with the pandemic after it's been a year?
2: Um, well, at the beginning, it was really hard because well everything was closed. I couldn't, I couldn't play rugby. I couldn't really go outside but as things have started to open up it's still not back to the way it is but it's definitely definitely seems more normal now and life is just going on i guess as much as it can without and just trying to make the most of it
1: right so have you been able to get outside a lot or spend time with your friends how has that been
2: um due to due to the restrictions as I haven't been able to spend as much time with my friends as I would like, but I've been trying to make the most out of it. I live close to a couple of my friends, so I can meet them as often as I can. And yeah, just obviously we can't do the same stuff we normally do, but just either just meeting up, chilling at home as as much as we can do.
1: Right. So have you been doing online school or in-person school, or is there like a hybrid method for you?
2: Um, So at the beginning of the pandemic, there was just online school. And that was quite tough because I'm quite lazy. So I just um, I kind of procrastinated and left all my work until the last minute. And that cost me quite heavily, especially on a big year I'm on, which is uh, I'm doing. I just did my GCSEs, but then it went back to hybrid where it was on and off. So, like, one day it would be half days at school, and then the other day it would be online lessons. And then finally it went back to normal school, but still half half days, which was a lot of people liked. But at the same time, it did affect education, and in turn, a lot of exams were cancelled due to there not being enough time to learn all the content.
1: Right. And I'm sure, like, with a lot of changes to um, the school system and with exams and things like that, it must have been really difficult. Do you think it, like, affected your well-being a lot, or was that a transition that you just found easy to make? How was that for you?
2: Uh, Well, yeah, it was a hindrance just because, uh, like I said, I can be very lazy, and because it was online school, I had an excuse not to do the work because there wasn't a teacher looking over my shoulder or anything. And so that, that just um really hindered my uh education I guess and and just not not let me reach like my full potential so when I was doing tests or something like that it did actually put a big strain on how much I knew and yeah in turn I guess that caused a bit of stress just because I I knew I wasn't doing as well as I could
1: Right. And I think also, like, if you're constantly changing your learning environment, it could be difficult. So I can imagine that that must have been a difficult transition for you. So um, this goes out to all the students who are in a similar position. Um, Have you ever experienced different kinds of learning environments, whether it was at like a different school or?
2: Uh, Well, I did go. So I've been at Keller all my life, apart from uh, half a year well, I went to boarding school in England, and, um, yeah, that was a really different experience, because, Kelly, I mean, you arrive at 8, you finish at 3, you're done for the day, but boarding school, it's, it's your life, like, the people you're living with are almost your family, and, yeah, there was a lot of stress, just because the people I was put with in my house, that I was living with all the time, they weren't necessarily the best people obviously though there, there there were a lot of people that were nice but at the same time there's it only takes like a couple bad people just to make your experience worse and so um yeah it it did really affect my mental health just because i i wasn't necessarily getting bullied but when you're surrounded by people who are getting bullied or bullying people it does just make you think negatively as like There's not something positive to look forward. Like, oh, I'm going back to house to meet my friends. I'm, like, going back to just see people, like, arguing, fighting. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't a nice atmosphere to be around.
1: So I can imagine with a toxic environment like this, it must have been really difficult um, and quite challenging to manage. Was there um, any kind of support system besides friends that you had in school?
2: Um uh there was definitely a support system like there was uh like pastoral care and all that but no one really used it just because because you're living with each other there's no way to like tell a teacher and then escape away and not get any of the backlash but so because you were living with each other if you snitched on someone there would be a backlash that you couldn't necessarily like stop and obviously the teacher's were great and they tried to do everything in their power, but it's just not enough when you're sleeping five feet away from someone else. And um, because, because I was in the UK and my whole family's in Hong Kong, it was uh, due to the seven-hour time difference. Although I wasn't getting bullied, I still kind of wanted to talk about it. And because of the seven-hour difference, it was very hard to. And um, in turn, yeah, I kind of just bottled everything up.
1: Right. So were you able to... Kind of create any means of communication with them, or was it that you did have it, but it wasn't, it wasn't as effective, or it wasn't as um, kind of streamlined as you thought it would be, like with your parents or family or maybe other friends back home.
2: Um, yeah. So when I came back uh, from the first term and came for Christmas, it, I, I knew I didn't necessarily want to stay stay there, but I thought, oh, it's just a new school. I wouldn't really like to um I wouldn't really like to give this up stri- straight away cuz like I know everyone struggles when they move to a new school but I did tell my parents I was like hey I'm not really enjoying this like my house is all this and they were like oh that's just everyone just stick with it and which I understood um and then um when I'm when I was flying back I realized that I was actually getting sad about going back just because I didn't want to be there and because I'd come back from Hong K- to Hong Kong from the UK, I was like, I would way rather be in Hong Kong right now than be on a plane going to somewhere that I don't actually want to be.
1: Right. So, how did you feel when you found out that you were going to come back to Hong Kong?
2: Um, I I was definitely happy to come back, but at the same time, um, although although I was in a toxic environment, I'd still made friends. I was definitely more happy than sad, but at the same time, it was still sad to say goodbye to people. But then again I'm coming back to friends and family that I already know and it it just it it does make it very easy to settle back in to Hong Kong life when you when you know those people with you.
1: Right you mentioned that you weren't able to communicate certain things to your parents because you wanted to keep it bottled up and it was difficult with the time difference. Is there anything that you would want to say to your parents um, that you maybe didn't share with them Um, from your days at boarding school or just something you'd want to communicate to them or to other parents who might want to hear this?
2: The thing I'd say to my parents is probably that I just wish we communicated more because although although we're still in the same country now, we don't communicate as much as I'd like to. And due to the fact that I was in England, it just uh, made that a whole lot worse and just kind of excluded me from my family almost which was, um, which was definitely, um, a big, a big factor in me kind of wanting to go home, because I was, I was homesick, and, yeah, it just, being in a, being in a negative environment while you're missing a more positive environment definitely has a negative impact on, on yourself and your well-being, um, yeah, so just advice, just keep in touch as much as you can, even if it's just, like, hey, how are you doing, like, if, if someone is going through something and you're checking in on them, it it pr- will definitely make a difference to their well-being.
1: Yeah, that's really great. So before we close, I wanted to ask you if um, you had any further advice. Like you said, checking in on people is definitely so important, especially now a lot of people's mental health and well-being is affected during the pandemic. So is there any advice that you'd want to give um, other youth and teens out there that maybe might relate to your story or might just have similar um circumstances in which they aren't able to communicate. Uh
2: yeah. So because I was in boarding school and I wanted to come home, uh I didn't I didn't want to show it to anyone, so I was bottling up my emotions and that made me really frustrated and it didn't really allow me to enjoy things as as much as I should have. Like me spending time with my friends I was still frustrated. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I would just say fine like an outlet to your emotions whether it's someone you someone you trust or just i don't know like a sport or a game just anything to kind of escape
1: great thank you so much for joining us jacob yeah no problem thanks for listening
0: season five is made possible by the jockey club community sustainability fund this hong kong life is an initiative by kelly support group we are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in hong kong If you like this show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you. Nominate yourself or a friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kelly.org. See you next time.